The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Oh, Andy, vaccine hesitancy. It has really got your goat, as it should have, but it really is annoying you. Yes, Bruce, it is. Um, and I think we can do something about it. Um, if you, if I said to you, do you know the Skoda car brand? Uh, I would. I'd say, I'd say, da. Like, hmm? I'd say, da. Skoda. Yeah, well, um, they used to be the butt of all sorts of jokes, like, um, why does a Skoda have a heated rear window? To which the stand-up comedian's standard answer is, to keep your hands warm while you're pushing it. Mm-hmm. And and so it goes, a whole bunch of, of um, uh, uh, wisecracks that, that belittled the Skoda, but at the time it couldn't go very much further down from a belittling point of view until it was repositioned, acquired by VW, and is now one of the most admired brands around. Uh, not dissimilar, for example, to a brand I've heard you refer to before, um, Old Spice Fragrance. That was um, <laughs> yeah. absolutely not uh, a mainstream, cool, young fragrance um, until it was, through advertising primarily, repositioned uh, as a kind of mad, off-the-wall, uh, youthful brand. And so it goes. Branding can turn reputations around. Advertising can drive branding to do that. I think that's what we should be doing with the the um, vaccination hesitancy, which is a pretty cumbersome expression. What's wrong with the jab? We have a lovely little colloquial term in the jab. I think we should be building a brand around that so that that becomes cool to embrace rather than cool to reject, which I think is what is happening at the moment. So I'm going to throw out another of my completely ignored challenges to the <laughs> advertising industry, which is to say, okay, so you didn't... Uh, um, do much, in my opinion, on the issue of, of the uh, behavioural changes required, so of social distancing, etc. So here's an easier one. Rather than trying to get people to, to uh, uh, give up ingrained behaviour, here's a new uh, syndrome which we can tackle now while it's still fresh. And I challenge the advertising industry to do something additional and different in terms of repositioning the um, vaccine hesitancy as a much cooler option, which is to take the jab. And uh, we'll see if anything comes of that. It's a real opportunity to make a difference because after all, in in a strange way, the social distancing stuff isn't as necessary when you've got everybody being vaccinated. And if we don't all get vaccinated, we are in big trouble. Trouble. Trouble is the word I think you were looking for, Andy. I'm just checking in on, on you on that particular point. And we have seen, we have seen throughout history, I think, the use of, of advertising campaigns to drive public behaviour. Um, we've seen it both positively and we've seen it negatively. But um, there have been many, many cases where good advertising campaigns have changed public perceptions. Even in the same field of, of um, social behaviour, um, love life and campaigns like that were understood the audience they were talking to. They used the vernacular, they used the expressions, they used the locations and channels that they knew that the, the younger generation who were the key to, to ultimately uh, uh, resolving the, the then HIV AIDS pandemic. And we can do the same again, and we should do. And, and it shouldn't be waiting for a government brief. They're, they're, the government isn't an expert in communications. We are. We should be putting our expertise at the disposal of um, those who uh, can make a difference in terms of of, uh, denying vaccine hesitancy. Give me a hero, Andy. Everybody needs a hero. 
Well, Bruce, you know my passion and love for the outdoor advertising industry. Um, and we've had many um, a zero and many a hero, to be fair, um, in terms of the uh, local advertising on, on billboards and hoardings and, and bus stops, etc. And uh, I've got another one. It's not local, in fact, but I hope it will become because there's no reason why it shouldn't be used locally. And it's for, a, it's for a brand that we all love. We all like to take a break around the brand, which is, of course, Kit Kat. And they've always managed to run campaigns which have very little complications, simple, hardly any copy, perhaps a logo. And um, another one has, has come up now, which is basically the side panel of a, of a bus shelter, which is looking like the uh, inside page of an appointments diary. So there's a whole row of, of, of horizontal uh, time slots, all of which, except for the two in the middle, say Zoom meeting. And the two in the middle, because of the nature of the, of the design around the, uh, around the diary entry, are in fact Kit Kat fingers, which is the term they like to use. So we have a very distinctive uh, reminder of the, of the pandemic and what it's doing to business behavior and what it's doing to business meetings. And we still manage to get relevantly our little Kit Kat logo in there. In fact, that's all there is. There's no copy at all. And uh, that's that's a tradition almost in Kit Kat to come up with really clever ideas. And I think we should be doing more of them locally. That's my my zero, my hero, sorry, in the hope of it, migrating into our local market here. Um, and what is there in terms of the, 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 the duration and the durability and the the life of that take a break. I mean, it goes back to my childhood. It feels like it has always been the payoff line of Kit Kat. It's it, it stood the test of time. To use another payoff line, yes. Um, you're absolutely right. Have a break, have a Kit Kat it was around since I suspect. It might even go back to uh, certainly pre-World War II. Um, and uh, there have been the odd moments when a new marketing director has decided that he or she can do better. Uh, only to fall flat on the proverbial face. And it's still going strong. It's, it's, um, there are very few payoff lines, A, that are as evocative, and B, as enduring as that one. There are other examples, even from within the Nestle camp, like um, uh, Rolo. Do you love anyone enough to give them your last <laughs> Rolo? <laughs> yeah. Lovely. No. Short answer, no. I mean, I don't you know, mean to be a party people or anything. But no, Andy, I mean, you know, I have a lovely family, but no, um, <laughs> the last Rolo is mine. Um, and then you, you've got a zero, what well, was a zero. And then it evolved in your mind. And I think you've changed your mind on something that looked like a slow motion train crash that's actually turned into something quite special. Well, let me state up front that I'm a great fan of the cereal brand Nutrific, which is known in many countries, most countries, in fact, as Weetabix. But because Wheatbix is here as well, it was rebranded as Nutrific a while ago. But Weetabix is like a household brand name in, uh, in, in many countries, and particularly in the UK. And they're trying to broaden their consumption opportunities, finding other ways to have your Weetabix biscuits other than with milk and sugar. And uh, they've been running this sort of co-consumption, co-branded stuff um, or co-producted stuff. And, and they, it, it just kind of washed over people. No one really took any notice until they recommended Heinz baked beans on Weetabix biscuits. And this was 
a, a step too far. <laughs> and there was horror and social media started to take off, but all of it hating the possibility of being asked to have baked beans on Weetabix biscuits. But undeterred, they carried on and they came up with others like uh, Marmite on your Weetabix biscuit. Until eventually the audience that were grumbly started to see the fun and the potential in it. And it went from being um, the most ghastly uh, food option you could think of to something that every brand started to play with and put their own brand into the, in, into the communications. Our own Nando's um, uh, tweeted, are you all right, hun? Um, as if they're, they're real concerned about their, their uh, really a competitive but fellow food product. Um, and so it goes. There was, um, just looking to see some of the ones here. Um, trust us, this is not a match weighing in from the dating app Tinder UK, whatever that is. Um, the car company Ford summed up the situation perfectly with, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Even the UK's National Health Service showed real concern that the tweet should, become, should come with a health warning. The American embassy <laughs> got into the story, um, talking about uh, this is not the kind of Anglo-American collaboration we were hoping for. The North Hans police joined the fray, and eventually it became such a big meme, such a big issue online. They've had more than uh, two billion impressions, I believe, and so that cannot any longer be a, a zero. It started life as something pretty re revolting. It's, it's, it's reached now a status where it would have to be a hero. So that's a new development for, for us. It's going from zero to hero. What a wonderful tale, Andy. Thank you very much indeed. Andy Rice with Heroes and Zeros this evening here on The Money Show.